today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. There have been various announcements uh, by the provincial government over the last couple of weeks now uh, over the, to, involving the province's labor and employment sector. There was the announcement, of course, about uh, living wage projects, and that's going to take place here in Hamilton. Uh, minimum wage has been increased to a $15. And uh, yesterday they announced legislation that's going to ensure workers can now take at least 10 sick days a year without needing a doctor's note. Now, in many circles, this is being hailed as uh, advancing and uh, the, the, the plight of people that are always getting a rough deal from employers, and we understand that. But there has been some pushback. You uh, heard from Richard Corsill a couple of weeks ago on the program here from the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, and uh, you also heard from the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce and other business leaders that are saying, wait a second, wait a second, you guys don't get the impact this is going to have on business. And this is a very fragile economy here in Ontario. Well, is this good news or is this a problem for the people that are trying to keep businesses going? Ian Lee is with the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University. He joins us on the Bill Keller Show to talk about this. Good morning, Ian. How are you doing today? Good morning, Bill. I'm uh, doing just fine. Is, is this a black and white issue? Is it, uh, this good for the workers and bad for business? Or is the middle, middle ground here that we can actually latch on to? Uh, well, there should be middle ground. I don't think that they chose or selected the middle ground. I think that this is, these are pretty radical policies. Um, by the way, I want to disclose right up front for your listeners, I do not consult to any business or business association or business entity of any kind anywhere on the planet Earth. And I don't have any stocks or bonds or dividends or investment income. My salary comes completely from Carleton. So I'm not on someone else's payroll other than Carleton University. Um, the I've been studying this. I've written op-eds on this. And um, the fundamental problem is this, and I, I want to put it as, as, as logically as possible. All of the advocates for these various proposals, policies, living wage, uh, much more generous uh, benefits, uh, are going to drive up the cost of wages significantly. And people say, "Well, that's a good thing because these are people at the lower end of the at the low end of the uh, of the scale." But the uh, unstated assumption that no one advocating these policies is addressed is the the unstated assumption that you can drive up the costs of business by 10 or 20 or 30 percent, and there are no negative consequences. In other words, they're implicitly assuming there's a free lunch. And I mean by that, wages are one of the, and this is from StatScan, wages are one of the largest costs of, of any business, whether in the service sector or manufacturing or a, uh, in any sector at all, wages are a very critical cost. They're driving them up far beyond the inflation rate and far beyond the the revenue, the annual revenues that the firm is getting. I mean by that, if the revenues are going up 2% on average in most businesses, which they are, because that's the totality of GDP. GDP is growing at about 2% a year, which is another way of saying revenues for firms are growing in that 2% range. That's an average. Now, if you drive the cost of these business, businesses up by 20 or 30% or more, and your revenues that you pay these costs with are not going up by 20 or 30 percent, they're only going up by 2 percent, then something has got to give. Something will give. There's no free lunch. There's no magic bullet. And what we know historically what happens if, if wages adjust upward very dramatically and very quickly, firms economize on their wage costs. And they can do it. People, I've had people write me and say, oh, you're crazy. They can't, firms can't get rid of their workers. No, but they can cut back. And they can say, you know, instead of having five cashiers open at Loblaws, 
we'll only have two cashiers. Well, we've already seen that, haven't we? We've already seen it, and we've seen firms across the retail sector in the last two, three years uh, spending more and more money on automated checkout technology because they've crunched the numbers in Loblaw's head office, Home Depot head office, Rona head office, Canadian Tire head office, and so forth, and they have clearly made the decision that the capital cost of buying those checkout counters is less expensive over a certain period of time because you amortize, you make assumptions and amortize this over a certain period of time. It's cheaper. It's increasingly cheaper to use automated checkout technology than it is to use minimum wage labor. And that was when minimum wage was at $11 an hour. So what I'm suggesting very clearly is that these many firms are going to be using less labor. It's already happened. My own daughter works part-time minimum wage, and she's had her hours cut. And, you know, one, one can say, well, there's different reasons the firm wasn't doing that well. And that's certainly true in her case without going into the details. But she's had her hours cut because the firm is struggling to survive. So you cut back on your wage costs, and the owner is working longer hours instead of using uh, more part-time uh, workers um, and students, such as, such as my daughter. And so what we're going to see in Ontario, I believe, is the increasing uh, substitution of, of uh, this, this kind of technology, and we're going to see longer queuing or wait lines in, in the checkout lines of each store. There will be less people on the floor, uh, whether it's at Walmart or at Sears or whatever, because the, their revenues are not going up 20 30 40%, but their costs are going to be going up by that magnitude because of the aggregate effect of all of these policies. Ian, uh, thanks as always for laying the groundwork for this. I always appreciate your perspective on this. Uh, thanks. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again soon. Okay, thanks, Bill. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.